You're listening to Raising Little People, the podcast for parents by early years professionals. Your hosts at the Bilingual Day Nursery are here to support and guide you into the wonderful world of children and help you to see the world through a child's eyes. Estás escuchando Raising Little People, el podcast para padres de profesionales de educación infantil. Sus anfitriones en la guardería bilingüe están aquí para apoyarlo y guiarlo en el maravilloso mundo de los niños y ayudarlo a ver el mundo a través de los ojos de un niño. On today's episode, we're joined by the lovely Alex Fisher, who I met when we both attended antenatal classes together. Alex runs her own business called The Home of Handmaid, and like many mums, juggles managing her own business with looking after a child. Our little girls are the same age, and we wanted to talk to you about what you really need to buy when preparing for the arrival of a new baby. We both felt like we get asked this question a lot when any friends become pregnant for the first time. So we hope that by covering the essentials, it will help you all with decision making, with knowing what was useful for us. Alex, let's start by discussing what things you bought before the arrival of your daughter for the very early days. Was there anything you forgot about and ended up rushing out to buy? Yes, there was definitely things that I'd forgotten about and then rushed out to buy, um, like nappy bags. I completely forgot about nappy bags when I first um, had a baby. Didn't know I needed them. But when you've got a newborn baby, you definitely need nappy bags. And then I split my list into like three, three or, was it three or four? Travel, sleep, um, bathing and like hygiene and feeding and then just things for baby. So I split them into like categories and then went from there of what I needed. Um, so if I start with travel, the pram as a definite. Um, but we ended up getting a pram that we didn't really need. It, it didn't fit our lifestyle. Um, we bought a bugaboo, but I think we only used it a couple of times. And then I ended up buying one off eBay, a running one, because we've got more of a life, an outside lifestyle. But then again, when I was pregnant, I didn't really think how the buggy would fit into my lifestyle. I think an important thing to think about with buggies as well is checking it's going to fit in your car because the travel systems are quite big aren't they when you take them to pieces and um I ended up having to get a new car well it was an excuse to have a new car but um <laughs> yeah the buggies and prams actually even dismantled with the with the travel car on are quite big yeah that's something you don't think about at the start either if it's going to fit in your boot so yeah definitely the pram and lifestyle and car um a maxi cozy car seat or any car seat we end up going for a maxi cozy just because all my friends had one um it's the only one I really heard about at the time an iso fix uh a car mirror like to put the back of the back of the car seat so you could see the baby from the front yeah I uh, found that, that really useful, useful as well yeah because it's really reassuring, I think, when you've got a newborn and you, you, you drive for the first time and you, you can't see them because they're facing backwards. So if you get one of these mirrors that goes on the um, headrest of the seat in the back, it it reassures you, you can have a quick glance and you know that they're okay and nothing yeah. is happening to them. I didn't have one until I saw one in your car and I was like, oh, maybe I need that. So that was actually one that I bought after the baby. Um, I had them on my list, but I didn't really think I needed it until the baby arrived and I kept like thinking I want to look behind and then I saw one in your car and I was like, I need that. 
Yeah, it was it was wasn't something that I knew about much before. I actually saw it. I went to one of the NCT sale things and saw one there and thought, oh, that'll be useful. Got it and then really liked it and then recommended everyone else to get one as well. But in terms of car seat, we actually to start with just used the one that came with the travel system. Um, and then when she was a bit bigger, bought one of the ones that rotates. But to start with, yeah, I definitely agree with you with the ISOFIX and clipping in and out of the of the seat was really handy. Yeah, I bought an ISO fix that rotates. So when they had the newborn carrier, could just put that on. But then when she got bigger, I bought a car seat that would fit on the rotator one as well. So I actually ended up spending more for the ISO fix that rotated, but that with the thought process that actually that's going to last me longer in the in the long run. Yeah, good idea. Um, I got car seat adapters, which are the adapters that clip the car seat onto your pram. Again, everyone told me I needed these things. I never actually really used them. I don't know about you, but I never really put Winnie in the in the car seat in the pram. I used to just put her in the pram. I think we definitely did in the end. Ours came with actually the travel system, the um, adapters for it. So I didn't buy anything special for it. I think I definitely used it um, when she was smaller, but it doesn't take long until they're actually too heavy really to lift them in the car seat into something else. And it just becomes easy to move them into the pram. So I would say we did use it because they came included. I don't know if I would have necessarily gone out and got them if they weren't. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I would have, I don't know if I'd look back and think, yeah, they were definitely, I needed them. Um, because ours didn't come like yours was a whole travel system. Ours was like bought separately. Every little bit was bought separately. Um, the other thing was an Ergo Baby carrier. I use that all the time. And I think she's only just grown out of that. So it had like a little infant pouch in it. So you could have it from when they were first born, you could wear them on your chest. Um, and then the pouch came out. The older she got, I think about six months, you take it out. And then we've only just moved on. But one of my friends, some of my friends put that now on their back and carry their kids on the back. So I, see, I think you can use it up to about two. Yeah, we have something similar. I had a, a softer fabric sling when she was really small. Um, but we also have, I think ours is the baby Bjorn one, actually, that, um, yeah, the same thing. You have a newborn insert and then now you can flip it and use it on your back and carry them, I think, up to, yeah, age two or three or something like that. But definitely the, the, the sling in the early days is really handy. Yeah. So that's basically everything that we had for travel. Did you have anything else on the, like, on a travel? Um, I don't think so. Not for a newborn. When she got a bit bigger, we did get a travel pushchair because the travel system is was was really big so we did buy a smaller more lightweight pusher that folded down into quite a small compact um size that we then used for traveling abroad um but apart from that I don't think there was anything else that was travel related for us yeah we were going to get a travel one but then COVID here we never went on holiday <laughs> unfortunate timing <laughs> yeah. okay then sleep so then I break it down into sleep and then I put the next to me cot or you can get any cot that sits next to the bed but I chose the next to me one because I thought it'd be easier to have the the side down so it actually attaches to your bed so you can I think I'm not I didn't have a cesarean but it apparently would have been good if I'd had a cesarean because I wouldn't have to lift the baby you could literally just slide them across um and then when you're when you're breastfeeding, you can slide it across um, just to make it easier. So you have to like sit up and lift them out of the cot. Um, I thought it was quite a good, 
it was quite good. I'd recommend an extremely cot or some form of cot that attached to the bed. Yeah, I agree. We had the same. We had one. Um, we had a snus pod, but yeah, as you say, they're all very similar. Sides come down, attaches to your bed, much easier for manoeuvring little one in and out during the night without having to actually get out of bed for those very tired early nights that you have. Yeah. And then a cot for the nursery um, and a sleepy head. Did you ever get a sleepy head? No, we didn't use a sleepy head. Did you find it any good? Um, no, uh, I got hit and missed. One of my friends said, you have to get one. You have to get one. It's the best thing. You take it everywhere with you. Because I took Winnie to the shop with me when she was little, I thought she'll nap in that whilst I'm at the shop. And it's kind of like a travel cot, but tiny. Um, but Winnie never slept in it for me at all. But then uh, my mum had it and she slept perfectly in it. So it meant that my mum didn't have to get a cot to, at her house. And she had this this um, sleepy head. Um, but I think it's very hit and miss on the, if the child likes it or not. Um, I know a few friends that they, the babies haven't got on with it and some friends that they swear by it. So. Yeah, the same, same for me. I've had a few people that absolutely love it and a few didn't really get on with it very well. Um, we definitely contemplated it, but wasn't sure if it was worth the expense because they are really expensive, aren't they? they are so I think, expensive. yeah, very much depends on the child, perhaps something worth borrowing from somebody to try it out before you you invest in one maybe yeah definitely or I don't think there'd be much of a difference between that and maybe a cheaper model of it they both do the same kind of thing um cot mattresses a Moses basket for downstairs like or something for them to sleep in downstairs I didn't use that at all my child never slept downstairs um yeah, I but then I guess it depends sleep. on the child doesn't it yeah, absolutely. For us, she would only sleep in our arms. So um, as you say, there wasn't much use in having anything downstairs. But I think for babies that do like to sleep or are a little bit more compliant with daytime naps, then um, those things are perhaps useful. But yes, cot mattresses and, and cots, we went for one that turns into a cot bed and we've actually taken the sides off it already and have a bed guard on it now. And so I think having a cot that transforms into a cot bed can save quite a bit of money in the longer run yeah because you've got something ready for them to transition to when they were a toddler but I um, mean who knew the world of cot mattresses was so big as well there was so much choice we didn't really know where to begin on that one and uh, ended up getting something that matched uh, like a furniture set that we bought for the the whole of her nursery but yeah it's the, I think mattress and, and cot that for me I would definitely recommend the one that turns into a bed when they're a little bit bigger yeah me too I, I've got one of those we've not yet turned into a bed but yes um, definitely um blankets we just had like a really lightweight one that we put over her when she was sleeping in the day or um when she was in her pram um but nothing too heavy it was like a really nice thin one but you could like kind of layer up yeah which was quite good um and then um did you use blankets overnight or sleeping bags sleeping bags so that's the next one on my list sleeping bags I only put a blanket on in the day um but sleeping bags all night yeah same for us um 
we found we didn't find she got on very well with um, blankets and was quite good at wriggling out of them no matter how hard you took them in underneath the mattress and didn't seem very settled with a blanket but um, we put her in a sleeping bag when she was just a couple of days old and she's still in one now so yeah I, I would definitely recommend sleeping bags. I always preferred a sleeping bag for me as well for peace of mind like I just thought um, a blanket might go over her face no matter how much I tucked it under a blanket would go over her face. It never did, but that was in my mind. Yeah, I think um, it's one of the, I think especially if you've got a bit of a wriggly child, you've got that um, peace of mind, I guess, from a sleeping bag, obviously ensuring it's the right size and it fits. And um, But yeah, I know that my, one of my nephews didn't get on with the sleeping bag at all. And so my sister used blankets with him and her little boy has been fine with blankets. He's turning one next week and he's always just got on with blankets. So again, I think that's one of those things to try out depending on, the child, what they like, what they get on with. I think a lot of these things, it's a case of my advice would be not to buy too much of anything because uh, you can always buy it later on. And if they don't get on with it, you've perhaps heavily invested in something that you may not use. Definitely. Uh, swaddles, I never use those. They were on my list of things to buy. I could never get my head around how to swaddle a child. Yeah, we never tried. I didn't didn't buy any, um, didn't plan to buy any, and yeah, never never used them. Um, I don't actually know any of my close friends that did swaddling, um, but I know it is quite popular, and some babies do settle really well with it. It wasn't something that I personally have experience with though either. No, I wasn't very good at. I even bought the ones that were half half swaddle it was easier to swaddle I think they're like grow baby ones but you literally put them in and then you wrap only the top it around but I could never do it never worked and then when you should got the baby to sleep I couldn't swaddle her after sleeping either like if you fed her to sleep and then swaddled never worked um and then baby monitor yes that's a good one baby monitor definitely yeah I just got one that I could see her as well rather than just here I prefer to like to be able to see her in the as well yeah we also got one of those with the video on we got one that you can um well my husband's a bit of a tech um person and researched all the different things and wanted one that you can connect to your phone and various other other things um i think actually though the baby monitor wasn't something we bought until she was a few months old because she was always in the room with us or even when she was downstairs was with us. So I don't think that's something that necessarily you need to buy before they arrive. It can be done a few months later before they go into their own room or something like that, um, generally. And then bathing, I bought a bath, um, didn't last very long, probably definitely get one second hand I would next uh, if I didn't have one already I'd probably just get one second hand and um, I think I only used it for about a week we didn't buy really yeah we didn't buy a bath we bought one of the bath seats that you put into your own bath and it was quite good actually because she grew with it so as um, she got bigger she was able to sit in the seat more unaided and it I think it was perhaps a little bit long lasting than buying the baby bath. But the baby yeah. bath, yeah. Um, towels, I don't think you really need baby specific towels, but they were on my list. I did actually get some, but again, they outgrow them so quickly. I think a normal towel would have just been fine. Um, sponges, pseudocrem, wipes, cotton wool. I never used cotton wool. Did you? 
We did in the very early days, we used cotton wool and water, but then as soon as we went on to wipes, I uh, didn't really use the cotton wool anymore. Yeah, I just use wet wipes, which are like 99.9% .9 water. Um, and they never really affected Willie's bottom or anything. So I just kept on with them and didn't really use the cotton wool. Nappies, thermometer and a bath thermometer. I mean, I still don't know what bath temperature to put Willie in. I don't even have a bath thermometer anymore. It broke and I never bought another one, but I kind of needed that one for reassurance. Did you have one? No, we didn't have one. I think perhaps with my background and experience, I felt a little bit more confident in gauging it using my elbow or what have you. So no, we didn't get a bath thermometer. I very much did that on by eye or by elbow, so to speak. Um, but I think a temperature, a thermometer for measuring baby's temp temperature is definitely a handy one to have. Yeah, definitely. And then feeding uh, bottles, um, a bottle steriliser. I didn't use a bottle steriliser much. I just um, ended up using boiling water, um, nipple shields, I swear by them. It's the best for not having cracked nipples when breastfeeding. Um, did you ever use them? No, didn't use those. We got on okay actually with um, breastfeeding, but I know you speak really highly of, of having those. And actually coming back to when you mentioned sterilizer, that was something that I popped on my list that we didn't actually ever use a steam sterilizer either. We used Milton and did the cold water yeah. sterilizing method in a bucket. So again, that was actually something that I popped on my list of, of something that I didn't use. Um, fortunately, we hadn't bought it. Um, a friend had given me hers, but we, we never felt the need to use it. I think perhaps if you were solely bottle feeding from the beginning, that may be different. Obviously, we were both breastfeeding to start with, so it may be different. Um, but yeah, we didn't use a steam or hot steriliser. I actually did use Milton, I'd forgotten about that. Again, I saw that at yours and thought that's a good idea. There's a little bucket with some Milton in and then you could put them in, as long as you change it in the day, you could put them in as much as you like. Yeah. So yeah, definitely Milton. Um, and then a breast pump. Again, this was on my list and I really wanted the LVV and I had it and I thought that was rubbish. And I wish I'd just gone for a hand pump one because I think the hand pump was as good by using them both. I thought the hand pump one was more of a faff, but definitely better in the long run. See, for us, I got on really well with the LV and I really liked it. And something that I wish I'd bought earlier was the hacker pump, which was like the silicon suction one. So I did get that, but after a couple of months and I wished I'd have got that earlier because I think had I have had that in the very early sort of newborn days, it would have been easier to use that than to use an electric pump so that's something yeah the hacker is something that I wish I'd have got earlier I did get on with the Alvi, but I know that is one of those things that's that's hit and miss um another thing that I thought of that we didn't actually buy lots of but were given lots of that we didn't use um was lots of bibs for some reason we had loads and loads of bibs given to us or bought for us I think she wasn't a particularly sicky or slobby baby. We didn't really use many of them. So I've still got lots of brand new baby bibs that weren't really ever used. But again, I think that perhaps depends 
on the child is there anything that you thought you you bought or you didn't you were given that you didn't use or didn't find helpful definitely bibs I got given a lot of mittens as well like scratch mittens and I never really used those either um uh, but I used a lot of muslins instead of bibs I had a muslin on me all the time I thought they were brilliant um and one thing one of my friends said to me is you can never have too many muslins and I felt like she was really right that was a really good piece of advice yeah I agree we had lots of those and used them perhaps instead of bibs yeah um and then the other two things that I've got on my list is a gym floor like um a little a soft play like mat thing yeah. with a, a baby gym with yeah. a mobile over the top it just means that you could put baby down and actually do something and in the early days they don't really move so, and they're entertained by the mobile at the top um and a bouncer, because um, Winnie liked being bounced. Um, and that's pretty much it on my list. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. We, again, we had a baby gym. She wasn't quite as tolerant of being put down and, and left to play or amuse herself, but we did have one that she did like as she got a little bit older. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else actually that I had for her as, as a sort of little, little one. Um, so if we perhaps move on then to thinking about as she's gotten older over time and perhaps through that first year of life or even up to now, what would you say are the necessities for now? And again, was there anything you didn't use or need um, in the older ages? We've, got, we've been given a lot of toys and I don't know about you, but Winnie doesn't really like toys. She likes like, if I gave her a plastic jug, you know, like a pouring jug or some spoons or a wooden spoon, anything that we use on a daily basis, that's what she prefers. So I've got loads of toys that she doesn't particularly use. Maybe she'll use them when she's a bit older. At the minute, she's 20 months. So maybe she'll use them a bit older when she's a bit older. But at the minute, it's just more like less toys and more things that we use on a daily basis, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. That's something that we would call like an open-ended resource, things that aren't necessarily toys, but can be used in a multitude of ways. Same as you, she's 20 months now and is most happy if I'm cooking to have her own pan uh, on the floor with a wooden spoon and a saucepan and perhaps some dried pasta in and to stir it along or to bash on them as a, like an instrument. Um, she does have a whole variety of different toys that she does like and we're very very keen on drawing at the moment so something that I would say we actually got bought for her for Christmas was um I don't know if you've heard of like an aqua mat so they have they, they have pens with them but you fill the pens up with water so they draw with these pens full of water on this mat and then as it dries the mess gets cleared up and dried with it so it's usable it's a lot less messy than painting or drawing and, I need a link for that yeah, I'll send you one. Um, that is something that we, yeah, one of my friends bought it for her for Christmas and she absolutely loves it. We've bought one for my nephew for his birthday next week because again, like my little girl loves it so much. So yeah, again, same as you, lots of day-to-day -day items. I think she has got a lot of toys that she does like, things like stacking, blocks, bricks. We're also really into dolls at the moment. Um, not sure if that's just an age thing or something she's sort of seen at, at nursery that she likes. Um, 
she, we've also got things like tractors and cars. We tend in our house anyway, not to be very gender stereotypical and only buy her the girly variety of toys. So she does have an assortment, yes. um, kicking a football, a rugby ball, that sort of thing as well. I think a, a good variety. I mean, for us, Etta doesn't like to do one thing for very long. So we do have an, a collection of things for her to play with that mostly people have bought her as gifts, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I would say our number one popular thing at the moment is this water drawing mat. That sounds fab. We are uh, one of ours is a kitchen. We bought it for her first birthday, and and if anyone asks me what they want, what they should buy their kid for a first birthday, I always recommend a kitchen, and some kitchen toy sets, because I just think they like imitating us, and we're always in the kitchen cook, cooking. So she yeah. has her own little kitchen that she has in the kit in in our kitchen, so she plays on that most of the time when it comes to toys. But she's more of an outdoor baby. She likes being outside. So I'd say another absolute must for us is a really good puddle suit. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. And we actually had a kitchen bought for her for Christmas that she really likes. Again, it's in our kitchen and she quite likes making a cup of teas in it and, and what have you. Yeah. But I think from the outside, again, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, a good puddle suit or snow suit even that's going to keep them warm through winter. We've got a sandpit outside that we've still used when it's cold, loves going out in the snow. Again, like you, quite outdoorsy with what she likes to do, play with the stones and the mud and digging and that sort of thing. There are a lot of puddle suits out there. Um, I would just say definitely go for something that's waterproof. Yeah, definitely one that's waterproof. We've just got one that has a fleece liner inside as well. So when it warms, when it's cold, she has the fleece inside. But when it's when it warms up, that fleece can come out, um, and they're one hundred percent waterproof. And that's a muddy puddles one, but they're really good. Um, yeah, I think yeah. there are there are a lot of things There's on the loads market. Of different brands, though. Yeah, but, um, That's brilliant. And then another thing that I've got on my list is a toddler tower again for the kitchen because we're always in there. Yeah, um, I think that's one of the one of the best things. And ours folds in half, so it turns into a little table that we've used for like drawing on. Yeah um yeah we have not, yeah, I feel like they need less as they get older they don't well at this stage and at this stage she doesn't really need much in terms of anything that we've not got in our house like as a day-to-day -day basis yeah I definitely agree with the tower in the kitchen we've had so much use from the age of her really being able to stand in it um yeah. she's like to stand up she doesn't want to be on the floor if we're standing at the kitchen in the kitchen at the worktops so having that tower, it's got varying different heights on it. She can stand there and she can do chopping or mixing up at the same height of us. Absolutely loves it. Yeah. Um, again, I don't, there's just a few things that I popped down actually for now. And that was um, clothes in a variety of sizes that are right for the season. So um, for like her birthday or even when she was really little was bought lots of clothes, but you don't always think, I think especially when you're also buying for other people, is how big that baby will be when that season comes around. So mm -hmm. um, we had a lovely little summery jacket that she was bought for when she was born. But by the time it fit her, it was the middle of winter. So we, we barely got to use it. So I think when you're buying, this is probably more of a tip really for buying for other people is to kind of think how old will that child be? when you're buying that outfit so if you're buying three to six months if it's in July you're not going to buy them a snowsuit and 
vice versa. So I think a, a clothing, a variety of sizes, and again, very much depends on the size of the child. We have been very lucky in that she really has fit in the age band of the clothing as she's gone through them. But I know that my nephew is in much bigger clothes than the age that's on the label. So I think, yeah, clothes is a, a tricky one. Another thing I put down was shoes. We didn't get any shoes until she started walking. We then went to a shop and got fitted. I think when they are walking shoes and a decent pair of wellies, if you've got an outdoorsy kind of child are yeah. a really important thing as well. Um, something that we didn't have particularly in, in stock beforehand, if you like, was toothbrush and toothpaste until she actually got a tooth. And then we thought, oh, we need a toothbrush and toothpaste and had to pop out relatively quickly to go and go and get those. I think that's something that's worth having, especially some children do get teeth quite young. Yeah, we got um, ours given to us at a weaning course. You know those first weaning courses you go on? Oh, yeah. That the NHS put on. They gave us a toothbrush and toothpaste, but I don't think I would have thought about it if I hadn't been given yeah. one before I needed it. I think, especially nowadays with it being COVID, I'm not even sure if any of those things are even happening oh, yeah. anymore. So a um, couple of other things that I put that we found useful in general, as well as the toothbrush and toothpaste, is a teether, something to chew on for a teething child as well as having a stock up of cowpol is handy for this kind of age and ambassol yes lots of teething products are kind of key we're at the stage of getting the bigger teeth now so that's not particularly pleasant for her um i also popped down when people are looking for a changing bag obviously not to forget buying a changing bag but one that's big enough to fit in a change of clothes as well as just nappies um because babies do tend to get messier all over them even if they're not eating so i think changing bag was an important one and then i also popped on my list of um baby nail scissors or clippers things like oh, that yeah. for, um for baby but for nowadays age sort of 20 months time i don't think there's anything that we haven't already talking about talked about really just that variety of of things to do or play with variety of clothes and I think as they do become more of a um grown-up child and a bit more independent they do actually need less stuff they are able to get on with things and play and copy what you're doing and help you with the cooking or the baking or we have a little fan of helping to unload the dishwasher and load the washing machine and all of those things are interesting to them now, aren't they? When they're at that age that they can get involved and help and they want to copy what you're doing. So yeah, I totally agree. They need less things at the moment. Definitely. Um, but I think we've covered everything from newborn to now. So that's the sort of 20 month stage. Thank you so much for speaking to us, Alex. It was really helpful to get a second insight and hopefully the list that we've kind of come up with will be, will be useful for people. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Thank you.